Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we did Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. But before we get into that, what have you been up to this week? Well, you know how in all my previous weeks I've been like, yeah, I've just been at work. This week I've had like seven things on at once. I've got far too much going on this week. I've got but almost too much to go. I've almost got too <laughs> much to discuss. I'd have to have a whole podcast just to talk about what I've got going on. Oh my God. But it's not a bad thing. It's just busy. That's good. Mm, but I've made time for the podcast because I'm very flexible. <laughs> <laughs> In between my... Be flexible. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what drives me mad? When, like, you ask someone if they want to do something, they're like, I can't, I'm busy. And you're like, oh, okay, that was, that's all right. But they don't what tell you, you, like, when or, you're free. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, when, what they're busy is they're just planning to do laundry. And it's like, well, you can do laundry. Like, Anytime. you can be flexible. I'd rather you can be flexible. not do laundry and do something Yeah. Done. Yeah, if they've got a commitment if anyone... with someone else, that's fine. But it's like, oh no, I planned on I planned on um, like changing my bed that night, so I can't any, go out. Any excuse of like, 21st. oh, do you want to do chores or do you want to do something? Yeah, I'll do something. Do something. I'll be like, okay, I'll put yeah, it off. Of course you do something. <laughs> but yeah, that maybe says a lot of about us as people. Mm. <laughs> what have I done? Not a lot. I'm still not a lot. I'm just working. <laughs> Because I'm like a full-time worker now. Well, so. working full-time is good for your bank balance, but bad for your social balance. Your yeah. life balance. Your life mm. balance, yeah. But we did have time to watch Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. The best one, I think. <laughs> it's my favourite one. This is the one that I watched over and over again when I was a kid. How old were you? Uh, like 12 or 13, probably. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Like early teens, I would that, say. What certificate is it? 18, I think. Well, that's too young. Maybe. You can't watch an 18 when you're 12. Oh, yeah. No, oh, my mum used to rent them for me and we used to watch them. And I remember as well, weirdly, at my school, we had the book of it. Oh, really? In the library. So, I, I, yeah. Well, like a novel or like It um, was like a little mini a novel. A graphic book. A mini yeah, novel. it was a little mini novel and it was like the first three films all novelised all together. Oh. But like there was some bit like extra bits in. in it yeah mm. so like i used to like read that all the time oh. and read that as well i was obsessed no. i was obsessed with this film i loved it i wasn't allowed to watch anything that was that like when i was age. when i was at home yeah i wasn't allowed to watch i think i was allowed to watch 12 when i was 11 Ooh. yeah <laughs> i wasn't allowed to watch like yeah. anything before my but then when i was like 16 17 i could make my own decision so it's fine but it was more when I was younger, when I was like yeah, 12, yeah, I couldn't, yeah. couldn't watch an 18. I just think my mum wanted to watch them, really. So she was like, do you want to watch them? So I was like, yeah, all right. But I, I remember like renting that all the time. I was always like, can we get Nightmare on Elm Street 3? Again, yeah. <laughs> if you like it. I love it. It's great. Why not? It's got a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. I feel like this one is the most beloved of all of the, mm. the, um, the franchises. It's like everyone's favourite. It was directed by Chuck Russell and the synopsis is A group of teens in Western Hills go to their dreams once more to defeat Freddy. Written a haiku. Excellent. The dream warriors. Can Nancy save the children? Kill Freddy (laughs) Krueger. So... It always perfectly captures the whole film. It does, doesn't it? So, apparently, I didn't know this. But you did notice Angelo Badalamenti did the score for this. Excellent. Very good music. Very good music. Mm. And some of it is a little bit Twin Peaksy. It's It's kind of surreal, sort of. Or is Twin Peaksy a little bit Angelo Badalamenti? 
I mean, who knows? Who knows at this point? What year is it from? Nineteen. Probably predates Twin Peaks. 80. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. So maybe Twin Peaks is a little It'll bit Nightmare on Elm Street three. I will check this. Let me look. It was made in nineteen eighty seven. Oh wow! Yeah, I thought it was late eighties. Um. So yeah. So it was. Explains before. the leg warmers. It does explain. There was a lot of leg warmers leg in this warmers. film. I've never noticed that before. Did Freddy Krueger have leg warmers on? I mean, he might, I reckon he did under Probably, his trousers. Yeah, little red and green ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. red and green striped ones. Apparently, um, the original. Basically, what happened is uh, Wes Craven. I don't think he wanted to direct it, but I don't think he was happy with the second one and mm. how that turned out. I really like the second one, but it is a bit weird. So he sort of came back on board and did the screenplay for it and and kind of produced it. I think. So Excellent. it was him, Chuck Russell directed it, but the original premise was Freddy Krueger coming into the real world, mm. like breaking through the dream realm. Yeah. But they didn't kind of do that, but they did use that later on. They kind of did. For New Nightmare. Oh. Yeah. So that, that, so, because I was telling you about them, like, well, playing themselves and stuff. That. I want to watch that. Like, how do you, how do you write? It's one of my favourite ones. It's really an good. Actor. To play themselves. It sounds very confusing. It's very meta. Did a writer, like, did, is it actually based on Robert Englund's real life or is it just a fictional version of Robert Englund? It's kind of a fictionalised version of Robert Englund. I just went to his house. But there are some truths to it as well. Like, so there's like a bit in it where he's with Heather Langdonkamp, mm. who was Nancy, but he's getting all the autographs and she's just waiting for him. And she said that was a very regular thing. Oh, uh, yeah. So that was like, <laughs> yeah, that she was like, genuinely, that used to happen. And there's another bit where they do it, they do an interview and she's she's there and then he comes out as Freddy and all the kids are like, Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. <laughs> and that like actually happened as well because they went on, I think it was him and Wes Craven. They went on a, a programme about, like, they were saying, like, you know, should children watch these films mm. and is it good for them? And all the kids were like, yeah, Freddy! People And then they were like, Freddy. oh, no, this is bad. <laughs> I find it interesting in horror film, like, yeah. the, the, the villain is someone so that people revered. really love. Yeah, I like him. He's sassy and he likes his mm. fun. I I don't like him. But he is a lot of I don't trust him. I do not trust him. You don't know where you stand with him. Yeah. Who who else was involved? Frank Darabond also contributed towards the script and he's written loads of stuff. Mm. He did The Mist, which we haven't Ooh. covered yet, but I really want to watch. Did we did The Fog? We did. We did The Fog. We haven't we've done The Fog, we haven't done The Mist. We need to do The Mist. We haven't the done mist. The Clouds. We haven't done the sky. The sky. We haven't done rain or sunshine. Drizzle. Sunshine. Yeah. There is an actual sunshine film. Can you imagine? Is there? A film yeah, there is. Yeah. Sunshine. Is it a it's called film? Sunshine. What happens? It's Does not, it just get really hot. It's not a horror. It's it's about it's kind of sci-fi. So yeah. it's like people having to travel to the sun because the sun is dying out and it's going to kill us. Oh, uh, yeah. It's really good. A film called Hard Rain. There you go. We watch that. It's a film called Charlie St. Cloud. Tornado. Tornado. Windy. <laughs> Windy. So, uh, Robert Englund obviously got asked to come back for his role because no one else can do it and it'd be wrong. Mm. He was working 24 hours a day because he was also on a TV show. So oh, he was really? working. Yeah, he was working on the TV show and then going at night to film. Oh, that must have been exhausting. Yeah. No wonder he, like, he probably didn't even need makeup. Well, Apparently, 
There was one time where he was in his full makeup mm. but fell asleep in the dressing room and woke up and absolutely shat himself because <laughs> he was like, oh, Jesus, what's that? I love that. That did make me laugh. So we start with an Edgar Allan Poe mm. quote, which is weird. Sleep, those little slices of death, how I loathe them. I didn't even need to write that down because I've seen this film that many times. But Edgar Allan Poe was a bit of a it mood was a right, hoover, wasn't he? Mood hoover. He was a right goth. Yeah, very, even in version. like the pictures of him he always looks really grumpy mm. and gothic but yeah so then we get the title cards of Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors and it's all very ominous music and we get paper mache and cutting of newspaper mm. and you get this like view out of this paper house just, and then we get pure craft she is so messy doing that. It's so everywhere. Messy. And I was like, your bedroom must be like covered in papier-mâché. The messiness with the papier-mâché is more traumatising than the scene Any with... Any of the film. Like, yeah, the <laughs> souls in Freddy's She's not even using like a brush the, to brush the it on. needles or the... She's smearing it yeah. round with her hands. It's everywhere. Oh, and she makes it really thick as well. It's like mm. a... It's like she's made bread. Yeah. And then she's like using bread to stick these things to this house. I was she, like, oh, Patricia. It's a spoonful of coffee. She eats a spoonful of coffee and then downs it with Coke. Yeah. That cannot be nice. But surely, if your aim is to stay awake, make a coffee. Make a coffee. At you least can still enjoy have the same it. amount of coffee. At least enjoy it. Yeah. And have a nice cup of coffee. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I suppose you could use Coca-Cola instead of water and make, like, an ultra soft coffee. Oh, no, it's that like is fizzy, disgusting. Cold, fizzy coffee. Cold, fizzy coffee. Worse Ooh. than everything else that happens in a film. The true horror of this film. Mm. Um, then we get peak craft because the ice lolly sticks come out. Yeah. And you know you're crafting <laughs> then. And she's, like, colouring them in to make a roof. And I was like, oh, yeah, peak craft. Because you can buy... Well, this Packs is what I find strange. Now. Yeah, so people used to save the sticks from ice lollies to make stuff with, and some person is like, well, we'll just double our money and sell them the sticks as well. But that's not as fun as eating the mm. ice lollies and keeping mm. the sticks. Yeah. So I called, like, yoghurt pots and stuff and keeping yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you can see she's trying to stay awake, so she's mainlining coffee into her eyes and eating it, snorting it, I don't know, whatever. So... Uh, a mum comes in and it, she's like, it's one o'clock in the morning. Why are you not in bed? Why is she just getting in? But yeah, she's just getting in. Yeah. So she basically puts her into bed and, and like she's kind of like, I'm having them dreams again. I don't really want to go to sleep. I'm not having a good time. Mum's Poor not bothered. Yeah, There's a man okay. shouting downstairs, where's the bourbon? And she's like, oh, I'll be right down. And she's like, just go to sleep. Do you think he meant bourbon, bourbon biscuits? He did not. He didn't, did he? I imagine didn't. he meant some creams. Jack Daniels. So, yeah, she's not, she, it's just, she's not like, she doesn't show any empathy towards a child No, it's really annoying. Just have a little bit of empathy. Like, I understand that adults so, are entitled to social life, but yeah, her, have a little bit of care. That woman, that woman who, who is in that scene, she's been on record to say that she had a teenage daughter at mm. around the same time who was very, very difficult and she channelled that yeah, energy just into it. it. But I was like, she's not being difficult. Like, she's going mm. through something, but, like, she'd kind of channelled this energy of, of like, her, her daughter being a, a problem child. But her daughter, coincidentally, was also in horror film. Oh, which really? we haven't covered it yet. She was in Friday the 13th, part five. Oh. Is that not, like, Friday the 18th? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, yes. That would be like... I feel like the only one that is actually set on Wednesday Friday the 13th, the 18th. is the first one. Mm. But yeah, she's in that. But basically, yeah, apparently she was a difficult child. Yeah. So, uh, Kristen falls asleep looking at this house that she's made and probably admiring a craft and being the, like, that is quite good. Meanwhile, the entire room is stuck to itself. Yeah, the entire room is covered in bread. Yeah. <laughs> it's just dried bread everywhere. And then we get the rhyme starts of the one, two, Freddy's coming for you, all that kind of stuff. And she wakes up in a bed, but then it pans upwards and she's outside mm. the house. And the house is Nancy's old house from the original film. And there's kids outside doing jump rope because they always put that in. It's like the sign that is around creepy kids doing jump rope. If it was in the 90s, they'd have to have those things that you put around your ankle that <gasps> spun around with the ball on the end of the Oh, yeah, but if you skip. miss, they really hurt. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they've been banned. Have they? I think they caused, like, I love them. ankle damage and or those, something. And there's, like, silly. that other one, and it's like a ball, but with, like, a disc around it that you jump oh, yeah. on. They were really good. I really enjoyed those. But if, I'm going to sound like an old lady now, but if, if they made it in 2021, all the children would be... On the phones. On their phones. They wouldn't be playing. They wouldn't even tell you. They'd be like, Freddie's coming for you. Click, 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 they'd click, be, click. They'd be on, like, the socials. They'd be on the socials. Like, at networking. At Freddy yeah. is on his way. <laughs> OMG. That sounds like such an Sad old face. Uh, yeah, so she she sees this little girl and she's on a trike. And she's like, hello, little girl, what's your name? And she just laughs in her face. She's like, ha, ha, ha. And she's like, oh, all right. And then she's like, got to go now. And then goes in this house. Goes, and then she's yeah. like, no, don't go creepy. in there. Creepy. That, that little girl was showed no fear, despite the fact that the set was obviously quite yeah. kind of creepy looking. They she obviously looked amusing. after her. She wasn't scared. And they were, she's like, don't go in there, little girl. No. So she follows her in this house. I wouldn't have done. This house <laughs> no. is dreadful. It's disgusting. It's dilapidated. There's just stuff everywhere. It's terrible. And she sees this little girl on a trike. I'm not sure how she managed to get in there. Because she seemed to get down the stairs. I don't yeah. know if she triked herself down she the stairs. She'd do a wheelie and like hop down. Or maybe she just rode down the stairs. Maybe. Or kicked it down the stairs and then walked down. I don't maybe, know. Maybe she carried it. Maybe she folded it up. Maybe like it's Brompton. like a Brompton. Yeah, maybe she's fancy and she's got a Brompton and I, she just folded it yeah. up. Do you, I do like a thing. I do like Fold, a Brompton. Yeah. Every time I'm on the train and I see someone, I'm like, oh, Brompton, Brompton. you're posh. Would you have a folding tricycle, though? Yeah. As a person who's not very good on a bike, I would totally do that. Maybe a folding tricycle probably wouldn't be that much bigger folded than a Brompton. Yeah. It would just need the extra wheel. Yeah. So you just have two wheels on either side. So you could get get a train to wherever it's like, say, central London. Brompton trike. Get out the tricycle on, like, London High Street. (laughs) You look like a crazy. You'd get arrested. You'd probably get arrested and be like, look, I can't ride a bike very well. This (laughs) is what I need. Do you think they do, like, Boris trikes? They should do. Should do. The bit I will suggest this. I mean, they're no wider than a cycle path, are they? No, there's no reason why they don't need to be. They don't need to be that wide, really, as long as there's two wheels. Yeah. Why is this not a thing? Maybe we need to make it a thing. Can we? Yes, I think so. So anyway, so she gets to. She gets downstairs. She goes downstairs and she's selling. Sees this little girl and then she's like, "This is where he takes us." And then the boiler sets on fire and she's like, "Bah." And then you start to hear the screechy, screechy noise and she's like, Freddy's home. So then uh, she picks up the little girl and 
hoofs it out yeah, of there really out fast. Of and uh, she gets that thing where you get stuck in... It's like the floor's treacle oh, and you can't yeah. move. And I was like, that's such a thing. I always have this dream where sometimes I'm walking and my legs buckle. Oh. It's not like the floor... The floor's totally normal, but like I just can't. Oh. Like, my legs just, just won't, won't work. work. Yeah, it's really strange. I wonder strange. if it's because during sleep you are sort of partially paralysed. So in your sleep you're trying to move your legs, but you can't really move them because they're like, restricted Maybe. by sleeping. And you interpret that as them. Yeah, it's really I weird. I just trip over when I actually am awake if I leave stuff in the landing I fall up the stairs a lot (laughs) but um, yeah she's like oh I can't I can't escape and she's like carrying this doll this 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 girl clearly looks like a doll when she's carrying Mm. it as well because she's like swinging it around and all (laughs) so when she's running and she's like yeah it's really strange she finds a load of like hanging people in this room and she's like, oh, this is horrible. Awful. And then you hear this, put me down, you're hurting me. And she looks down and there's like a skeleton and she's mm. like, ah! and then she wakes up. Fun fact about that doll. Mm. So that wasn't the original doll that they made. So when the special effects people got approached to make this doll, they were like, I want this doll to look like sort of really thin and emaciated and mm. stuff. And they were like, Think Auschwitz. Oh, that's not appropriate. That's not okay. And they made a doll. Oh, that's not. No. And and it mm. was it was it was scary and it was horrible and mm. no one liked no. it, so no. they didn't use it because they were like, I can't use it. It's just too horrible. I, well, I just think that's. It was too good. Like they re- like I've seen pictures of it on the um they did a documentary and mm. and it yeah but he spent ages making it and they were like that's that's too scary I can't can't use it it was too scary it was too scary and and too real so they were like no I, well so I, they they went I for a crap skeleton like i'm really that. glad they did though cuz that's a, that sounds a bit inappropriate it's terrifying so she wakes up and goes to the bathroom to splash water on her face and sort of come round a bit but ah ha ha she's not awake freddy's in the mirror and he's laughing at her and then a tap turns into a hand and grabs little her tap hand and then the other little tap hand turns into a claw and then he slashes her mm. and then basically the mum comes in and she is holding a razor yeah and she's attempted suicide and she passes out because she's bleeding and the mum doesn't seem to like doesn't worry about this bothered. either no so then we get to western hills and then we see Larry Fishburne. Yeah. Larry Fishburne. Oh, he's great. In his debut Rex. role. Lawrence Fishburne was an attractive man back in the day. <laughs> he's great. Have you seen Boys in the Hood? No. That's good too. He was a, he was a good looking guy. Mm. So he, he's there and he's talking to Neil, who is the one of the psychiatrists in this hospital. And they kind of, I think Wes Craven wrote this kind of mental institution thing to be a commentary on the state of what they were like at the time mm. because I feel like they just kind of shut people in there and forgot about them and, yeah. and it wasn't very good. I they didn't yeah. get the proper treatment that they should have done. But the depiction of psychiatric places it's in, always horrible, in TV isn't it? is always yeah. really bad. I don't know how accurate it is. Yeah. Um, I imagine some of it, there must be truth in some of it because people do write some things yeah. based on fact but apparently it was uh, Patricia Arquette's film debut as well oh. and apparently all the boys on the set were in love with her wow. because she was lovely she was lovely <laughs> well, she, she probably so, still is hasn't she's not dead or anything she 
No, she's still doing film. Yeah, yeah. It just it sounded like died when I said that she was. <laughs> no, she, she was, wasn't. She, when she was she killed by this, Freddy. No. So we we kind of get a brief introduction to Taryn, who is the girl who's recovering from heroin. Yeah. We get uh, Jennifer, who is like, oh, cigarette burns, and I've got no cigarettes, no cigarette privileges for you because you're not allowed. Uh, Philip runs past. Kincaid's in isolation because that's where he lives. <laughs> and they're talking about a new staff member who's some kind of, like, grad superstar. Super su- Captain of the football team. She's researching pattern nightmares. And then he's like, we don't need anyone here. We, we're doing just fine by ourselves. We don't need no upstart coming. Rocky Changes his tune in a bit when he starts dating her. By the way, they've shown Ugh. that she's, she's aged by giving her a streak of white. She had the streak of white in the first one Did because she? the fear of dealing um, with him gave her the streak of white. It was basically she was she looked pretty much the same age apart from her hair was slightly different and they gave her shoulder pads. She looked like that woman off X Men. What uh, what was her name? Storm. S- the the one with the Storm Malin streak. Yeah. I thought Storm was like um, all white hair. No, she had the streak. I think. I thought, oh, who am I thinking? I'm of going then? grey in a streak. I really oh, yeah, hope it does it. I'm going to keep it if it, it does. What well, you It'll probably need to like give yourself mild fear, but not like real fear. To mild fear. Streak. I know. Yeah. I'm what hoping because it's starting at the front, so I'm hoping that it's going to like grow into a streak. What if it just goes across the front like a white headband? Oh, that'd be annoying. I'll carry on dying it if it does. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. So look at the draw. I know. Yeah, exactly. So then uh, they're like, doctor. You have been called because uh, this new patient's kicking off and it's Kristen absolutely screaming the house down. And her mum's like, ah, oh, she's just doing it for attention. Like, her mum's, like, really harsh to her. Like, yeah. She's Mom attempting to commit to suicide. And like, she's like, oh, you're just yeah. doing it for attention. I mean, obviously, like, we don't know terrible. what's occurred before this, but... It's pretty it's, harsh. Yeah, though. she needs to step up her mum's So they're trying to... They're basically trying to sedate her because, obviously, she's not in a fit state, but she's like, no, you she's will not having it. get away from me. She's not having it. She kicks Dr. Neil in the balls and grabs a scalpel and they're like, please put the scalpel down. And she's sort of pointing at everyone and crying and then she starts doing the rhyme and she gets to 9.10, but she can't finish it because she's crying. And then you hear, never sleep again. And Nancy's back. Hooray. She's Excellent. the grand superstar. Mm. Is she old enough? And they hug. Well, apparently. Apparently, yeah. She progressed very quickly. Yeah. She, she went from She like, grew up. She's seen yeah. stuff. Well, from the end of her film. Was it her film one? Yeah. So from the end of that, she got over it straight away. Three years. It's been she three years. She got over it like a shot. That was made in 1984. This was 1987. So, yeah, didn't phase her straight after that, straight to uni. I'm going to research pattern nightmares. And then Off I go. Yeah. Apparently, doesn't it take like seven years to become a psychiatrist? Uh, apparently. But never mind. She, she's she's old. She's, she's wearing shoulder pads. She's yeah. aged. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's like, she's like, what about these kids then? Uh, and he's like, well, they're all suffering, suffering from a group delusion and they don't sleep. And, and then he says that they lost one. Because they cut their own eyelids off to stay awake, mm. which is terrifying. Awful. And then uh, and he's like, oh, you're doing great work in your field or whatever. Mm. And she's like, I have to go. She gets up to leave and a bag spills and he picks up some tablets which say hypnosil on. 
Um, and he's like, Max will give you the tour. And she's like, oh, see you later, kind of thing. And you can tell he's like, I love you. I love you, Nancy, already. <laughs> and he's like, that uh, that rhyme that she was saying, what's that about? And she said, oh, it's just something to keep the boogeyman away. And then he sees an ominous nun. That Not nun. the sister act kind of nun. No. A horror film nun. nun. Not... Like, well, there was Whoopi Goldberg. Who was that one? Catherine G. Yeah, from King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Mm. I always forget that she's in that. Yeah. And then I watch it and I'm like, oh, it's you. Which yeah. is your preferred sister at? One. Yeah. Is two the one where they go to the school? Yeah. Well, I like two, but I haven't seen the, the mm. first one very often. Where I've no, seen I two like so many times. It's always on at like three o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. See, I've probably it? seen the first one mm. more. Yeah. Oh, I love Sister Act. It's great. So then we cut to Max taking Nancy on the tour and he introduces her to the kids. So we've got Philip, who's a sleepwalker, builds puppets, but he's not allowed a knife because he might try and cut himself with it. Uh, We've got Kincaid. He's like, you probably won't see him because he'll be in isolation. Basically, his thing is rage. He has got Mm. rage. He's talked about his audition. So he went to this audition and apparently... I think it was raining, he got soaked, he was late and it it just had a shit day. And then got into this I think it I think they were running over so he was waiting as well and he was just getting really annoyed. Went in for this audition and they were like, Right, go for it, what are you gonna do? And he basically just went to town on the director <laughs> and just shouted at him and yelled at him and sweared at him and they was like oh, you're bravo, hired. bravo, oh tour de force. Yeah, yeah. you're great. You, uh, you're hired. You are hired. Don't change a thing. Don't change a, th- change a thing. Keep at that level. Yeah. <laughs> what if every day he had to show up late and we kept waiting and had to I wonder get if out they just in the did, rain? I wonder if they did things just to piss him off, like, during the day, like, right, Ken Sagos is coming. We're going to piss him off. Mm. Maybe he's just a really good actor. We're going to have... We're going to hide his clothes. We're going <laughs> to not feed him for a bit. Uh... Yeah, all He's that kind of stuff. Probably just a good actor. Uh, probably. Well, a bit, bit of both. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I just found that really funny. We get Joey doesn't speak. He's having a little flirt with the nurse. I used to have such a crush on that guy. Oh. He as well. There's like a thing about him that he's got a little tear on his face mm. that's like a tattoo, but it comes and goes. Yeah. But I, in my mind, he just draws it on. To make himself look like a gangster because, like, kids always draw things on. Well, I didn't, but I suppose children do. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know why you would draw a teardrop on your face, but you know, to look like you're from the main streets, I guess. Mm. (laughs) So, um, then it cuts to Nancy talking to Kristen's mum, and she's just horrid, and she's like, oh, she's an attention seeker, and all this kind of stuff. She goes to get her some clothes because uh, her mum shouts for the maid and she doesn't answer. And I was like, oh, Teresa's life. Teresa. I always am filled with dread when someone's called that because I never know if it's Teresa or Teresa. <laughs> and it's one of those things, or Is like Maya similar? or Mia, and you just don't know. But obviously that person has to constantly tell people. They correct name. you if it's wrong. No. Um, what if I forget and I feel bad <laughs> asking them twice? <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. So she goes to collect her stuff and sees the house that she was building, the craft. And she's like, ooh, that looks like my house. Mm. Then, ooh. ooh, and then it's Neil on the old interweb 
worst webpage ever oh. researching hypnosil and it's basically a dream suppressant that's basically what we learn from that and Can you then get dream suppressants no oh, it's not a thing it's definitely not a thing how would you how would you suppress a, a dream i don't know it's a thought I it's don't not know. psychic no pills I don't the know. only thing the only thing you would be able to do probably is sedation yeah because that's like you're out like a light mm. you know but that's probably not very safe so Kristen nods off drawing the house and then the creepy trike comes into a room and then dissolves. Oh, it melts. And then That's a good, it really melts. good effect. It was really good. Yeah, there's good effects in this film. And then she goes through the door, avoiding this trike. Cause she's like, ew, that's horrible. But then she's back in the house. Oh, no. That's how you could condense the portable trike. By having when it you're melt. commuting, you <laughs> melt, melt it, it every time. <laughs> Bend it up. Bend it up. And then when you've arrived at your destination, you need to trike away. And then you'd be un- like, oh no, it's melt broken. it. <laughs> Unbend it and trike off. Yeah. Oh, God. Melting tricycle on hand. So she she goes into the dining room of this house and there's a pig on the, on the table, like, ready to eat. But then you hear all these flies buzzing and it's all, like, horrible. I would say not ready to eat. But that pig was real Ugh. because apparently it was too expensive to create a fake pig. Oh wow! How much does it cost to make a fake pig? A lot of money, a apparently. Lot, it was suppose. easier yeah. to buy a pig and let it rot, and apparently mm. it stunk as well, and I it was horrible. Bet. And oh. and somebody oh. actually had to puppet it from underneath, oh. so they had to draw straws to see who was going to do that. I feel sorry for that poor person poor who had person. to do that. I hope they, I got, hope paid. they got paid. I hope they got paid. Alliteration there. I know, yeah. Poor pig puppeter got paid. I hope Peter so. Piper picked a pig puppet and <laughs> pig paid puppet him and... properly. So she's like, oh, it's all disgusting. And she's looking at it and then it goes blah. And then Ooh. she's like, Bleh. And then she ends up in this room with carpet and it all starts rumbling and falling to bits. And then there's this giant snake, Freddy. So they made that and they they did it looking like him with his burns mm. but then they looked at it on screen and they were like Just, that looks too phallic oh we can't have this <gasps> so that's why he's all green because um, they painted him green to make him look less embarrassing like a wang imagine being the poor person who spent like maybe a week or whatever making that and yeah then, then like, someone's like that looks no. like a dick oh no because like the the face is really good like mm. it really looks like him it's really good so, so basically, he like leaps from the floor and grabs her and starts chomping at her. They filmed that in reverse. Oh. So like, he, she was already in it, and, and then pulling they pulled it. pulled her out. Yeah. That's a clever way of filming. Yeah, I feel like to be a horror film director in the eighties, you also had to be a bit like Penn and Teller, yeah. like magician, mm-hmm. part director, part magician. That's what Tom Savini says. He says mm. all special effects is illusions and trickery. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. So she Paul Daniels. She's getting eaten and she's like, Nancy! And then Nancy hears her and then falls asleep and then basically Goes crashes into this in house. Her ch- like someone being folded in a deck chair, she went in. She, she, yeah, because she kind of goes into the chair, doesn't she, and like disappears. Yeah. And then uh, she stabs this snake in the eye with a piece of glass and it gets up and it's like, ah! and then looks at her and, it, and she sees that it's him and she's like, oh no! And then he's like, you... Because obviously she beat him before mm. and he's furious. And then she's like, run away, get us out. 
So then she has to kind of think them awake and then they both wake up with a start, but she's got a cut on hand from the glass. Mm. So she's like, oh no, it's happening again. And then it cuts to the next day where she's got the house and she brings it into the hospital where Kristen is. She's like, I used to live in this house. <laughs> and I was like, very small. Very small. <laughs> and then yeah, it made me think of Zoolander when, when he's like, what's <laughs> this? A centre for ants? <laughs> it made me think of that. And then and then she's kind of talking. She's like, have you ever done that before? Like, bring somebody into your dream? And she's like, yeah, I used to do it to my dad when I was little and I had nightmares. And he used to think that it was his dream that he'd, like, come Aww. to save me. And I was like, oh, that was really cute. Aww, what a nice dad. And then, and then she's like, it stopped when they got divorced. And then she's like, I kind of thought that I'd just imagined the whole thing. But obviously not. And then uh, she's like, so uh, that guy, he's real then? And she's like, yep. Yeah, he is, yep. And then uh, I think we cut to a group. So this is like a meeting that they have every so often. Straight talk only in this room. And then they're like, this is Nancy. And then they're like, tell us a thing about yourself. And I was like, oh my God, I hate that. I hate it Like when people mm-hmm. are in circles of things and they're like, introduce yourself and say what what it is. I'm always like, oh, I don't know. I've forgotten my own name. Yeah. It's horrible. So then... Uh, I think Will is in a wheelchair because he had a sleepwalking accident. There's Jennifer who is like, I'm going to be on TV. And they're all like, of course you are, love. Joey doesn't talk. And then Phil starts saying that they're all suffering from a group psychosis and they're all dreaming of the same guy. But they were dreaming about this guy before they met each other. Yeah. Now... No one thinks that's strange because how can you explain because that? they're sort of saying, oh yeah, it's a group delusion, so you're all feeding off it on each yeah. other. But they were having it before they met well, yeah. each other. But conveniently, they've brushed that over. Yeah. In terms of the science of psychiatry, they ignore that. Yeah. yeah. And then basically, he's like, we talk around in circles. It's an absolute waste of time. That's where we're at right now. Basically, it's a bit cross, isn't they? So then. There's that woman who's like the stuffy psychiatrist mm, and yeah. she's like, well, your dreams are byproducts of guilt. And they're all like, are you fucking serious right now? What are you even on about? Well, they are a byproduct of a guilty man who's not feeling guilty. A guilty man who is affronted that he got set on fire. Yeah. Oh, because he was murdering kids d- before. Drives me mad. So he <laughs> decided that he was going to murder the children in the neighbourhood. Mm-hmm. The parents objected to this and murdered him and he's he got offended. out he got he got set free on a technicality because somebody had not signed something yeah. or something so they were like fuck this guy we're gonna set him on fire he's so offended he's he so became offended. an eternal spirit of dreams <laughs> but he's a total hypocrite <laughs> i mean he was murdering the children first that's a whole new level of petty that oh yeah kind of respect <laughs> It's pretty good. I'm entitled I to murder so whoever entitled. I like, but He's no one's like allowed to murder me. He's like the first millennial. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first millennial. Mm. So then we cut to Dungeons and Dragons. They're having a game, and Will is the dungeon master, and Taryn's playing, and, and he makes her say all the, you know, Loric, Prince of Elves, Dean Bugon, and she's like, this is a load of crap. And then she's like, I'm going to bed. So then uh, Max comes in, who is Larry Fishburne, and he's like, guys, it's bedtime, bedtime lights time. out, blah, blah, blah. He does it in a cool way, though, so you know he's cool. Yeah, you yeah. can tell like he really cares about the kids and, and like he's got a good he's got a good rapport mm. with them all. 
I would say, and they all kind of respect him and stuff. And and he's like, yeah, bedtime. And they're like, oh, Max, come on, what are you doing? So then he says to Joey, I'm going to sleep. You need to watch me. Mm. If anything happens, if I look like I'm struggling or I'm stressed or whatever, wake me up. So he's like, right. And then it cuts to a dinner date between Neil and Nancy. Mm. And I thought, you were like, well, you didn't want a new psychiatrist in your place, did you? But now. But now you do. You're having Ty. He's old enough to be her dad. He's probably old enough to be her great, great, great grand-uncle. (laughs) 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 She's probably, he's not quite that old. He's pretty old, though. To be fair. He's pretty old. He's certainly older than she is. He's definitely old enough to be a dad. So then they're having a a dinner date and then he's like, oh, tell me about your parents. And then she's like, well, my mum died in her sleep and I don't speak to my dad. And I was like, that's a bit of a date killer, isn't it? What would you say to that? I'd be like, "Mm." oh, dear. Change the subject. (laughs) And then... uh, they're sort of talking about the kids being in danger and and then she's like, well, we could eliminate the symptom of the dreams by using hypnosil. But he's not about that life because he's like, it's an experimental drug. Like, we we can't use it. Absolutely not. No, not happening. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, it's it's, it's a weird one. But, like, he's quite resistant to it at this point because, like, his methods... He's like, we're using these methods and that's kind of that. So she she's like they need help, something is yeah going on and but he's like no. So then it cuts to Philip asleep and it pans up to his puppets and then one of them's got a blank face on it and it's like mm. a clay puppet. But then it turns into the face of Freddy. Oh so they when they did that they basically made the face of Freddy in this puppet but then slowly erased it out. And filmed it backwards. I know. It look. I think it looks for nineteen eighty seven. It looks really good. Yeah, the effects are good in this. He uh, so this little puppet exception at the end. The skeleton. Yeah, we don't like that. But nobody likes that. It's fine. Like old ancient Greek film, which had loads of skeletons. Jason and the Argonauts. Yes, it does. Yes, reminded me of Evil Dead three. But you've not seen that. No. But yeah, it's very strange. Seen any. Evil dead. So little Freddy puppet cuts himself free and then he grows into normal size Freddy and then Philip's like, ah! And then he's like, shh! And then basically flings his cover off but then cuts his arms and his legs mm. and then pulls the veins out. Awful. This is one of the best effects that I've ever seen it in was, horror. It's my favourite. It, I mean, it was very, It was very disgusting. Basically so they clearly made effects very well. Into a marionette. It's yeah. horrible. So then he walks off like veins first. Freddy it's really horrible. Is like whilst they're all awake. Do you think Freddy's like now? What am I gonna do? I think what, so. What's fresh and original? I haven't. Done I before. think he makes a mood board and mm. then he's like, "What don't you like? Yeah. Oh, this guy's puppets. I'll make him into a puppet. What's trending? Yeah. I'll make him into a puppet. That'll puppet. be a good one. That's ironic. This is Let's the thing. This is this is kind of the start of of the sort of Freddy who likes his fun. And the what they call the MTV Freddy. So he's like <laughs> he's kind of cracking one liners and He's clearly not And like, he's playing up to He's kept stuff. up with the time. Because, like he died in like the sixties or something, did he? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but he's obviously current. yeah, he's keep it obviously through through dreams keeps yeah. up with the sort of modern youth trends. Good for him. So if they did one now, <laughs> it would be like you'd die by a phone. You'd be like microwaved to death by a phone or something like that. That'd be quite good. Vinyl. So mustaches. He people's mustaches and beards. The yeah yeah the like sort of hipster. Hair. Yeah. You'd be throttled by your own oh man bun goodness. or something. It'd be amazing. Sounds awful. I should write a nightmare on Elm Street. Why am I not doing this? So Well you could. I might do. <laughs> so he walks off and, and I noticed in the soundtrack there's this like noise and it's almost like a heartbeat mm. and it makes me feel really like, oh God. It's like what 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 it's horrible. Ugh. <laughs> and uh Kincaid looks at him and he's like Meh. Yeah. Not bothered. Not bothered. And then uh, he manages to sort of evaporate through a door. I really don't mm. understand that, but I'll let it go mm. because it's really good. Joey sees him stood on a like on a, a towery thing through the window. So he wakes up Will, puts him at the window, goes to get a tray from the nurse and wakes everyone up. And they're all yeah. yelling at him and they're like, Philip, wake up! But he doesn't. And then you see him, like, Freddy above him, like, puppeting him. Yeah. And then he basically cuts the veins and he falls to his death. It's horrible. Horrible. What a horrible death. And they're all like, no. Then it cuts back to group. And they're like, so let's talk about what happened. And they're all really mad. And then somebody's like, well, he couldn't hack it. It wasn't strong, so whatever. But then... They're like, oh, well, he sleepwalks. He's a sleepwalker. And then I think Will's like, no, he was awake. I saw him. And he says that he was awake all the mm. way down. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's really haunting. It's horrible. Mm. And then they all start, they all start sort of snipping and fighting. And then uh, Kristen's like, well, you can all fight. That's what he wants. That's what he wants to make us weaker. Because as a unit, we are stronger. And Nancy agrees. And then uh, Taryn, Taryn, who we saw at Comic-Con... Did we? We did. Oh, cool. Because I was like, oh my God, it's Taryn from Nightmare on Elm Street. And everyone was like, I don't know what you're on about. And I got really excited. Comic-Con was great, but it was a little wasted on me because I only really re- recognised Richard Dean Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Dean Anderson, your mortal enemy. Hello. <laughs> so she's like, it was he great though. him. It was good. It was really good. I'm not saying it was like a waste of time, but it was a little wasted on someone who's naive to the stars <laughs> so they're basically uh the the horrible psychiatrist there and she's like right your doors are getting locked at night and you're getting sedated and everyone's like oh no he I just walked to through be. a locked door how do you explain that yeah explain that woman oh. Kincaid kicks off and gets sent to the quiet room because that's his thing mm-hmm. he's got rage and he's like fuck you fuck everyone i'm sick of this it's terrible and they're like right quiet room then neil wants to get hypnosil so he asks this woman and she's like no absolutely not and he's like no we need it and she's like right well on your head be it if it all goes tits up you're getting fired so he's like fine that is fine and she's like i hope you know what you're doing and he's like yes yes i do really fine no not at all so kinkade is in the quiet room trying not to go to sleep and singing his little stay awake song and jennifer is in the tv room and then max is like you need to go to bed and she's like oh i don't want to go to sleep i can't handle the nightmares just let me stay up and he's like 
what are you doing? And she's like, research, because she wants to be on TV. And then he's like, right, that's fine. I never saw you. Yeah. If anyone asks, cool. never saw you. So she's like, thank you. So she watches TV. And in the meantime, there's a creepy porter trying to give drugs to Taryn. Probably oh, in exchange creepy. for other things. What a creep. What a creep. Oh, it was horrible. What an awful. That's a complete opposite of he what He reminded a me of that horrible guy in Halloween too. Yeah. That, right. Mm. Yeah, he was a bit creepy. He should lose his job. He should. He shouldn't be he allowed shouldn't to... Be mistreating people in a psychiatric hospital. He's absolutely gross and she, she tells him to F off anyway. He's worse than Freddy Krueger. He's he literally is worse he than is Freddy worse. Krueger. He doesn't Freddy have the charisma Kruger of Freddy Krueger. Puppeteered someone off a roof. Off a roof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she tells him to f off, and then it cuts back to Jennifer, and she searches into the ashtray and finds an old piece of cigarette. Oh, this was a bit gross, wasn't it? And she lights it oh. and smokes it, and we were like, "She ain't a smoker, no. for sure." She didn't inhale, and then uh, she burns her arm to stay awake. But then I was wondering, she must be dreaming at that point because her cigarette privileges were taken away. Mm. So if she was in that room, there wouldn't have been any cigarettes in there, in that ashtray. Mm. Mm. Maybe they just remiss. So she she burns arm and she starts watching Dick Cavett on the TV. Yeah, Zsa, Zsa Gabor. Interviewing Zsa, Zsa Gabor, right. So, yeah. So how does she... Well, she's very high up on the billing as well, yeah. which is very strange. I thought she was going to be playing a part like a like the psychiatrist or something, but she's oh no, no, she's getting interviewed she's by Dick Cavett on TV. Seconds. So I think they had someone else lined up for him to interview, but then they were like, "Actually, we'll leave it to you." So he said, apparently, that he thinks that Jaja Gabor was the dumbest person that he'd ever seen in his life. Really, he cannot stand her. And if he wanted anyone to be murdered by Freddy Krueger on TV, it would be her. And that's why he chose her. What a horrible thing to say. I mean, I know nothing about Zsa Zsa Gabor, but that's a horrible but thing to say about of, anyone. I feel like... It, I don't know if she knew about this, but I feel like she'd She's have been so like... upset when she listens to this podcast. She'd have been telling her friends, like, oh, Dick Cavett chose me yeah. to be on TV to interview. I'm going to oh. be in a film. And I was just like, oh my God, that's really funny. Sharjah Gabor. I know nothing about her. I don't either. Her name. Yeah. I actually don't know who she is. Is she just a socialite? I don't know. I have no idea. No idea. But I know her. As soon as but I saw her ten, name, I was like, I know her name better she, than anyone else in the cast. Apart so she's, from John Saxon. Um, she's chatting to Dick Cavett on this telly. And then he's like, can I ask you one question? And she's like, yes, of course. And then basically it cuts to Freddie and he's like, who gives a fuck what you think? And then goes to stab her. And then it goes Scream it goes like all snowy, the screen. So then Jennifer's like, oh no, oh no, what is happening? <laughs> and like all the the um, the static's all red and green on the TV, I noticed. Um, yeah, it's really cool. So she goes near to the TV. The TV's on the wall. So she starts to like tap it and try and get it to work. And two arms burst out of it. And then a little head comes up and it's Freddie with a little antenna, little antenna. on it. Oh dear. And he grabs her and lifts her up and she's like, oh, this is horrible. And then he's like, this is your big break in TV. Welcome to primetime, bitch. Which is like one of the most famous lines that he's got. Is it? Well... Apparently he improvised that. Did he? Yeah, because oh, he, wow. he was he was meant to like be like it's your big break in TV, Jennifer or something, and he was like it just didn't 
sound mm. right. And then I just came out with that. So I was like, <laughs> yes, I love it. So, yeah, basically, smashes her head into the TV and she dies. But then it shows the aftermath of it, of her, like, her head's in the TV. But she's basically like, hanging suspended. from... Suspended. And I was like, how would she have managed to nut a TV like that? Well, she would have had to have, like, leapt at it like a basketball player going for a slam <laughs> dunk. Yeah, because there's no, like, step possible. or anything for her to do it. But nobody's like, that's weird. Like, they should be like, that's really weird. Why are you doing that? Then it cuts to the funeral because these kids are dying all over the place and it's horrible. And then Neil meets the nun. And then Mm. she's like, "Uh, how do you feel about Jesus? And he's like, well, I'm a man of science, really. And then uh, (laughs) Nancy turns up and you were like, she looks like she's going to toss a (laughs) caber. She looks Cola like she's outfit, her island, Highland fling Highland outfit. Fling. She's fully going to a Kaylee in this scene. Absolute tweed. With tweed, a little pin. Big hat. Hat. Caber. Caber toss. A bit of whiskey, yeah. Whiskey. Fully going to a Kaylee. Shortbread, absolutely. <laughs> shortbread. <Yeah. laughs> Chewing on shortbread. They re- um, after this point, they they were going to do the full kind of Kaylee and stuff, but they, just, they had to cut it. Yeah. They was a full on sort of... <laughs> Scottish wake for What's the What's that dance that they do where they link and skip? The gay guns. Gay guns. Yeah. <laughs> they did that. But obviously oh, they had to cut it. They had to cut it, yeah. Because it ran over, yeah. So she she comes up fully dressed, like she's going to a Kaylee, and she's like, uh, who are you talking to, Neil? And he's like, this nun. She's gone. She's gone. Secret nun. Was she a real nun or was she a ghost? She was a ghost. Oh. She was a ghost nun. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, uh, of course, of what happened at the end. So then I cuts noticed to... that, but I didn't click. Yeah, she was a ghost. I think she was a ghost. Why did she not stop Freddie herself? Also, why was she talking in goddamn riddles? She should have been yeah. like, right. his mum is a right piece of this work. This is what you need to do. This is what's happened. This is what you need to do. Go there now whilst that. everyone's people, awake. People just talk in riddles mm. and they're like, ooh. Should, yeah, just she should know what you mean. Like, the kids are awake. Just go to the car place. Bury him. Go get Christine. Them. Get his bones out of mm. Christine and bury him, yeah. But no, that doesn't happen. Mm. So then it cuts to date at Nancy's and she's talking to him about her Malaysian dream doll because she needs, like... I I was having a vision of, like, a bedroom just covered in dream catchers <laughs> and then I'm sure I've seen, like, some artwork that somebody has drawn of a dream catcher with Freddy Krueger in it going, what the damn hell is this? <laughs> and stuck in it. And, uh, and yeah, it just made me laugh. And I had like visions of him like stuck in a dream catcher, being like, "Oh God, new ageness, I can't." <laughs> so then uh, they decide to have a secret group without this stuffy woman, mm. and they're like, "Right, secret group, that's what we're doing." And then she's like, uh, "Nancy's there." She's like, "I know who's trying to kill you," and they're like, "Come again? What?" Like, there's no build up to it. She's literally, "I know who's trying to kill you," and then she's like, "He's got a hat." And a stripy top and little hand knivey fingers. And they're all like, that's the guy we've dreamt about. And then uh, she's like, yeah, he's called Freddy. He was a child murderer and some parents burned him alive. He's a great piece of work. He killed my friends. I've been through it all already. And then she's like, I think you guys are the last of the Elm Elm Street kids. So your parents Mm. set fire to him too. Because they're all like, 
well, what did we do? We what didn't did we do anything. Do? And then she's like, you didn't do anything, but your parents sure did. That makes no sense. He should have, Why did Freddy Krueger not target the parents? The if, he's, the, the, if he's bent on targeting Because it's anyone. revenge, and I feel like the, the sort of theme of the first one was like the sins of the father mm. and how... Because mm. he was like, I'm going to get them where it hurts, I'm going to kill all the kids, basically. Because well, he liked think... to kill kids, and he was like, I'm well, going to kill kids. He's awful. Kill some kids, get revenge. He shouldn't. No one should do that. So then uh, she's like, so um, you've all got dream powers. And then they're like, what? (laughs) What are you on about? And then they're like, she's like, Kristen can drag people into a dream willy-nilly if she wants. Plus gymnastics. Plus gymnastics. Oh, we'll get to the gymnastics. So then she's like, so what we're going to do is we're going to try and practice we're going to do some hypnosis. So they're following this pendulum and she's like, you're very sleepy, this is going to happen. And they all kind of fall asleep and then open their eyes again. And then they're like, well, that didn't work. That was rubbish. So then she's like, we'll try again. It'll be fine. Meanwhile, Joey sees the nurse that he was flirting with earlier Mm. and wanders off because she's like, come here. And he's like, ooh, all right then. So he walks off. And then... This nurse starts flirting with him and she's like, oh, I always come to the ward to see you and all this lot. And he's like, yes, I'm living <laughs> life. And then uh, it cuts back to the rest of the group and they're like, this isn't working. And he goes to do the Newton's Cradle, but then it kind of... Is that what that thing was? Turns into it. Yeah, the thing, mm. the clicky thing in I Newton's Cradle. I don't know then what it that cu- thing is. It goes into like a... What can only be described as a Maltesers advert. You know, when they're very light and they <laughs> yeah. float. Yeah, it was like that. It was like a Maltesers advert. And you get all this, like, whimsical music and it's like, ooh, we're doing it. This is very it's exciting. It's so magical. And then, it's very lighthearted. And then, uh, and then Neil's like, we're not dreaming. This is ridiculous. And then Will's like, I beg to differ and stands up because he's like... Mm. I can walk Either in Either you're dreaming or gravity doesn't exist. Either paralysation doesn't exist, yeah. yeah. And he's like, in my dreams, I can walk and I am a wizard. <laughs> you're a wizard, Will. Love it. And then uh, they're like, what can you do, Christine? And it turns out she can do some sick-ass gymnastics. Yeah, Because she really pushes good. the things yeah. out and then does a little flippy thing. It's great. And then Kincaid's like... I'm ridiculously strong. I'm going to bend this chair in half. And then uh, Neil's like, please, Kincaid, that's very unnerving. Don't do it. <laughs> and oh, then, uh, I'm, I'm getting unnerved by this bendy chair, but everything else that's going on in this film is not like not a problem. But he's not seen anything. Well, no. But, but he's seen Kincaid bend a chair in half. So he's like, oh, these children have got great psychosis. And he knows about the rage. And he's yeah. like, this guy is really angry and he can bend chairs yeah. in half. I don't like this. Yeah, he's out. unnerved by a bendy chair. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it gets to Taryn. Oh, Taryn, you are a treasure. <laughs> In my dreams, I'm beautiful and bad. That is her power. <laughs> Basically, she's got a mohawk and some knives. Yeah. That is her power. It's not really power against the like, man who's In got my nice dreams. Hands. In my dream, I have all the powers that Freddy Krueger has and I can kill him with and them. More. In my dream, I can resolve everything, travel back in time to prevent him from murdering the children in the first place. Thus, <gasps> stopping him from existing. Ooh! Why can you not have that dream power? That would be a short film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went back in time and I sorted it all out. <laughs> I got that bloody policeman to sign yeah. his form and yeah. then oh, he got put in prison. That 
policeman. He's as bad as the man who dropped the statue in the gin film. Oh, for God's sake, yeah. Oh. Which Robert Englund was in also. He was. And it's Ted Raimi got squished. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Ooh. Maybe they need to make like a Freddy versus Jin. What if when that guy didn't sign the paperwork properly, he was dreaming? No, because he wasn't a Freddy, dream demon at that point. No, but was maybe after, he... He was fueled by rage. Him. Who knows? Who knows? So then... Uh, it cuts back to Joey and he's undressing the nurse and having a lovely time. It certainly is. But then she kisses him, but then uh, she bites his tongue and pulls it out and it's massive oh, for some reason. Awful. But then flings tongues at him and yeah, they attach sort of him to the bed. To the bed by all by themselves. And then he turns into Freddy and he's like, ha ha ha, you fool. You thought I was a sexy nurse. I'm not a sexy nurse. Fun fact about that, though. They tried to make the sexy nurse have Freddie's head <laughs> on her. And there's a picture of her, basically, tits out with Freddie's head. head. It's hilarious. <laughs> but then they were like, yeah, that was dumb. That not doesn't doing it. work. I bet she was really disappointed. And there's a, I'm sure there's a picture of her with him, like, in the thing. And they're like, yeah, it's funny. That must have been... They must have made her quite an odd couple. I can imagine, imagine they just put it on and been a like... A male and female mm. couple and they've both got the same deformed face. It's like a weird, like, couple's costume. <laughs> <laughs> Horribly burned. <laughs> That's what we've come as. Then it turns out that he is dangling over a pit because the mattress falls mm. and he's just suspended over this, like, fire pit. They filmed that kind of... He was he was stood up, but mm. like star out. And I think he passed out. I'm oh, sure it says. I'm sure he says in the thing he was like, I passed out because like, all oh, my blood, blood just drained yeah. to the to my feet. He got blood foot. Blood foot. Yeah, blood foot. Blood foot. Yeah, did, That's yeah. the worst. People who work on their feet know what blood foot is. Oof, it's terrible. So then it cuts back to the group and the lights start going off and they're like, oh, we can't get out of this room. And then the room gets hot and kind of starts encroaching mm. into them and they're like, Bleh. and they're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And they're all like, panicking instead of being calm and being like, right, let's use our dream powers. No, no, no. They're all like, oh no. They and didn't, then, the gymnastics probably couldn't get you. Well, then maybe you could get up through the ceiling I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The wizard could have made it cold. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, so then the door, this door sort of rattles and they're like, oh my God, the door. But it's a stuffy woman and she's like, what the hell is going on here? Joey's unconscious and they all are awake and they're like, oh no, Joey, that's really bad. And then it cuts to him in the hospital and they're like, yeah, he's in a coma. Oh no. And I was like, no, not Rodney Eastman. My my childhood crush. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, and then and then she's like, "You've had an unauthorized session. You did group without me. I'm furious." She's furious. And then uh, and then she's like, "You've given him all this bloody hypnosil, and now there's a kid in a coma. It doesn't look good. Um, it does not look and good." And he's like, and then but then she's like, "It's nothing to do with that." And she's like, "You've been here four days. We've got two Kids dead and one in a coma. Mm. You're both fired. I don't think. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not going well. It's not fair. going well. 
So then Neil, it goes to sad Neil and he's packing his stuff up in his car. And he looks at a photo of all the kids and, a, and we're both like, why has he got that photo? Why has he got that photo? It's really strange. Weird. And then he looks really sad. And then he sees the nun and she sort of wanders off and, and he follows her to this old building in the in the mental hospital. Gets attacked by some pigeons. Um, and then he's like, excuse me, nun. Those pigeons. Oh my goodness. They were very aggressive they were pigeons. Flighty. They were flighty. The definition of threw flighty. pigeons at him. It was like Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, where he threw birds. He like literally he threw, threw actual birds at poor him. Birds. Poor birds. Poor Tickley Poor birds, poor late, sad for I the feel birds. I like sad she got attacked lady. by seagulls, and I was like, oh, that poor woman. Dreadful. Mm. Um, so he's like, excuse me, nun, hello. And she's just lighting a candle in this derelict place. And then she's like, this is where it all began. And then and he's like, oh, this wing's closed. What are you doing? It's been closed since the 40s. The swing's closed, as in like playground swings. No. And I was, I was a little confused. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, oh, the criminally insane were locked in here and it was shut down and and I feel like that's another sort of commentary about how people were just like shoved in mental institutions and not helped. Like I don't think people who commit awful crimes should be allowed on the streets, but I also think sometimes they they shouldn't all just be shoved in and locked up together where Mm -hmm. they're allowed to. That's it. Not at least try to. Yeah, and then come to terms with being not like they are. She she carries on saying. She's like, a girl was locked in here over the holidays and she was beaten and raped what? hundreds of times. I was like, oh, that's awful. That's dreadful. That's horrible. When they found her, she was barely alive and pregnant. Poor woman. Her name was Amanda Kruger. Mm. And then she's like, she gave birth to Freddie and then says, the bastard son of a hundred maniacs. And I was like, somebody came up with that and basically was like, we need to put this in. Yeah. How can we put it in? How can in? we put this in? Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, you need to find his remains and bury him on hallowed ground. That's what you need to do. And then and then basically she's like, you better find Jesus, science boy. And then she, he's like, excuse Swans me. Out. And then disappears. Yeah. And then it cuts to Na- Nancy watching Joey in his coma. And she's like, let go of him, you bastard. And then in his in his torso, it scratches, come get him, bitch. Awful. And it's like, oh, it's horrible. Then it cuts to Nancy in the car with Neil. And then uh, he's like, a nun spoke to me. And she's like, okay, then. Okay, okay. All right, then, Neil. Good for you. You're not losing You're the not plot. helping. And then, and then he's like, well, she seems to know what's going on, but won't actually tell me what's going on. But she seems to know what's going on. So I believe her. And then he's like, yeah, we need to bury him, apparently. We need to get his remains and bury him. And she's like, I might know a guy who knows that. And then I was mm. like, oh, and you were like, John. who is it? And I was like, come on. And then you were like, it's John. John Saxon. So then uh, it cuts back to the hospital and Kristen's kicking off because they want to sedate her. And she's like, you're killing us. Like, she screams all the way through this film. She's a very good screamer. And then it cuts to them going to a bar. Which you noticed was called Little Nemo's. Little Nemo's. Why is it called that? I don't know. I like nice. that um, you notice things like this. Cause I, I never notice do. random... I don't understand the plot, but I notice random things. Yeah. Which is better? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Little Nemo's. 
And then it's John Saxon, yay! John Saxon's so good. His eyebrows are just the best eyebrows in film. He has got very neat eyebrows. Yeah. What I did notice, though, because he's in a uniform, but it's not a police uniform, oh, it's a it security, security guard uniform. Policemen always, who get into trouble, always become security yeah. guards. Yeah, and he's yeah. drinking a lot. And then Nancy comes and he's like, hey, my little child. You've come to see your old dad. And she's like, yeah. He probably hasn't seen her since she was studying so hard. And also she hates his guts. Uni. And he's like, she's like, yeah, I need your help, dad. Uh, Fred Krueger's back. And he's like, for God's sake, not this again. He's dead. Just get over it. And then she's like, you know what he did. In reference to killing the mum, I'm guessing. And then uh, Neil, Neil chimes in and he's like, she's telling the truth. And he's like... Uh, excuse me, who are you? What is what is this? And then I wanted to be like, who is this man? I'm Nancy's really old boyfriend. That's who I am. But he didn't. Also, he they work together. Is that allowed in health in the, the like HR conflict manual? of interest? Yeah. I would say no. So he's not into it. And then she's like, you need to help me. You owe me one. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. So then Nancy storms off and cries, and then. Neil gets beeped by the hospital and I was like, I thought he got fired. Why has he got mm. a beeper still? He stole that beeper. He stole it. <laughs> he, straight up, he straight up stole it. Yeah. And it's Taryn on the phone and she's like, you need to come. Shit's kicking off. Kristen's sedated. She can't stay awake. It's it's bad. Help. Did and they then, page him? Did they beep him? They beeped him, yeah. How can they beep him? I don't know like, how are they, Can you just beep someone from a phone? It's the equivalent... Yeah, because I think you dial a number and it beeps. <gasps> oh. And then it and then it's like, ring back or whatever. I don't know. Oh. So Nancy's like, oh no, this is terrible. And then he's like, stay cool. Stay cool, dude. Stay cool, what? Oh, you're not in with the kids, So we ended Bill and Ted for a second yeah. there. <laughs> stay cool. And he's like, right, you go to the hospital. I've got this, it's fine. So she goes and then neil strides up to daddy saxon and he's <laughs> daddy like saxon. daddy saxon he's daddy saxon and uh, says so uh, my name's neil now we've met and then punches him in the face oh, don't punch john saxon and he's like you will help us you you will but to be fair he wasn't being cooperative and then he's like i see the merit of your argument now you have punched me in the face i will help you so then it cuts back to Kristen trying to stay awake and then it cuts back to Neil going to get some holy water. So he pours John Saxon's booze out mm. and goes to get some holy water Good in idea. his church. Then he sees a cross and he's like, I'm having that cross. <laughs> Extra Jesusing. But then a guy grabs him and he's like, excuse me, what are you doing? Well, which is fair, because he is stealing. He's, he's blatantly stealing yeah. from a church. Yeah. I was like, that's terrible. You can't do that. And he's like, it's fine. I need it. I'm just borrowing it. I can pay it, give you money, whatever. I'll leave you my license. His his my driver's license. Here's my driver's license. I'll return it, and then you can give me the thing. Yeah, fair fine. exchange. Absolute stat. You can go into like, any church. I was like, did he ever return that crap? Did he? Did he ever get his license back? <laughs> Would you go to the DVLA? I need a new license because, well, <laughs> at the end, what I wanted to see when he's asleep, the Malaysian dream doll. Paper mache house, mm. gold cross from church. Gold cross from church. <laughs> like, there should have just been a cut scene at the end where he gets pulled over by the police in like ten years' time. Like, and he's that's like, his job. oh no, oh no, I should have returned that cross. 
<laughs> well, what oh if the God. vicar uses his driver's license to steal his identity and oh, like the vicar would never do such him. things? The vicar could be stealing, <laughs> like speeding. If the vicar ever gets caught speeding, oh, I believe that I'm Doctor Neil Gordon Dr. Neil. from Western Hills. Yeah, why are you dressed as a vicar? I'm both vicar and doctor. I like to be both. I I'm am both. a vicar by night <laughs> and a psychiatrist by day. I don't know. So then uh, Nancy gets to the hospital and she's like, Max, can I see Kristen? And he's like, Absolutely not, no. because you've been fired. Like he. Does what he's supposed to do, and he looks yeah. after his kids. And I was yeah. like, "Fair you play, can Morpheus." Trust him. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Fair play, Morpheus. It's fine." And then he's like, "Well, can she's like, can I see the rest of them?" And he's like, mm, "I guess they're in the TV room. You've got five minutes. She is definitely there for more than five minutes." Yeah. So then it cuts to uh, Daddy Saxon and Neil going to the junkyard, and I was like, "This is giving me absolute Christine vibes right now," <laughs> because I was like. I feel like it might be the same place, but I don't know. And then Nancy goes to see the group and she's like, right, we're going to do an impromptu quick group because I'm not actually meant to be here. uh, Kirsten needs us. We've got to do this. So then she's like, this is very, very dangerous. If you die, you die for reals. Mm. And they're like, okay, Okay. let's do this. So they go, she's like, I'm going to hypnotise you. Imagine you're in the quiet room. Were there with her. They fall asleep like that, considering they've been fighting sleep. They fall asleep straight away. If they've not slept for a long time, though, it probably only need to take a micro nap, like just shutting your eyes, Mm. you're asleep. Because otherwise you'd be like, no, it's not happening. Can't sleep. I'm not tired. (laughs) I've had a coffee. I'm wide awake. Um, A spoonful of coffee. I've eaten coffee and mainlined it with Diet Mm. Coke. I'm never sleeping again. Um, so they all fall asleep but they end up in the quiet room with Kristen hooray but then we get feathers everywhere because he starts yeah. slashy slashy and, and they're all like oh no and they're like don't go near the walls because they'll slashy and then she's like stay together stay together but they don't and then it go, it basically fades back to the beginning when she's making that house which yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah. And she sort of like nods and wakes up and she's like, oh shit, was that all a dream? It was that whole thing a dream? I was like, imagine having a dream that elaborate. <laughs> oh. Also, parts of the dream didn't involve you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you dreamt yeah. all the other scenes. I dreamt about John Saxon and Neil chatting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John Saxon, yeah. John I dreamt Saxon about at the pub. A giant about Little Nemo's. Little Nemo's. Yeah. Created all the details of the classic American dive bar in film in, in a dream. dream. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. So she yeah, she wake she she wakes up and and it's the mum putting her to bed again. And she hugs her and she's like, Why? And she's like, I'm just glad you're here and she's like, Oh thank God, like I've woken up. That was oh, terrible. Yeah. Maybe that's it now. And then you hear the, where's the bourbon? And she's like, I'll be right down. And she starts chatting and then gets sort of swept out of the door. And then Freddy comes and he's fancy because he's in a suit. A little bow tie. He's got a little bow tie on. And then he's like, I said, where's the fucking bourbon? And then chops the head off. Awful. What a Presents the head to her 
and the head is telling her really horrible things like she's attention seeking and 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 i can't do anything and i try and bring a man home and you're always kicking off and and she's just like oh this is really mean it's terrible worse than the puppet roof incident um they they sort of fight she ends up running up a wall and doing a flip and then like basically throwing herself out of a window yeah but she basically leaps into the house again so she's back in this old house and then it cuts to Taryn, who's down an alley and she's approaching a bar and i think it's the bar that was in the second one that he goes to, you know, the weird yeah. like, S&M bar thing? I uh, think I so, but I'm not yes, sure. I don't remember. I have no... Have I don't know if you've, so have you she, seen the second one. Yeah. So she she is down this alley and, and she's punk. She's got her flick knives and, and her mohawk and her dream powers. And she sees a homeless man. And she's like, I'm suspicious of this homeless man. So she's like, kind of sidling past him. He just gets around. and walks past. He just walks past. Mm. And then she bumps into Freddy. Did he not stop and help this girl who's obviously getting attacked by a murderer? Not in the dream, because it's not her dream. So she bumps into Freddy, and he looks very short compared to her, (laughs) which I noticed. It's very strange. And then she's like, let's dance, bitch, with her flicky, flicky knives. Apparently she uh, stabbed Robert Englund by accident in that fight scene. (laughs) It actually hurt him. She got a bit too happy. Stab happy. Well, the, the, her knives can't be sharp. They must be fake. Though. Pathetic little knives. Mm. Yeah, I think they were, but she, but she did actually like game. Oh my goodness. So then he's like, "Oh, we're old pals, me and you." And then she looks down at her arms, and all the track marks of her arms start mm. like puckering like little Ooh, mouths. It's horrible. Awful. And then he's got syringes for fingers and says, "Let's get high." Basically stabs into her. Oh, it's her, horrible. I didn't like that bit. Stabs into her and, and you can see all this like vein go up her head. Yeah. And she dies. Originally, her head was meant to explode, but Ooh. the effect didn't work. Oh. So they left it out. So basically they just cut away. Yeah. And apparently she got loads of sort of, I guess like fan mail and stuff of people who were on drugs at the time who got clean. Oh. Because of watching that. Well, that's something good. Nice. That's good, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really nice. Well, well no, it's, not, it's not good, good. It's it's yeah. It's yeah. not great, but it's better than... It's a positive Yeah, it's a positive. Yeah. yeah. So then we cut to Will the Wizard. And I couldn't, for the life of me, remember his goddamn name <laughs> at this point. I was like, what the hell? I kept wanting to call him Philip, but I knew it wasn't Philip because Philip was the puppet guy. Mm. And uh, he comes into contact with the chair from hell. It's all spiky oh, and scary. Like this chair. And massive as well. Yeah. Apparently it barely fit down that passageway because <laughs> um, he made it massive. And I was like, what the hell is that guy's name? And then he's like, hello, Will. And I was like, oh, thanks. There we go. <laughs> thanks. Cheers. And he's like, oh, have a little seat. You look really tired. And he's like, no, thank you. I don't want to. And then basically the chair comes to like run him over to death and kill him. But he turns into the wizard and blows it up. Yeah. And then he's like, he I well. am the wizard master. And then, like, green energies him. But it doesn't work. It Unfortunately, it would have been good if it worked. Unfortunately, the, it the error was that he got too near to him. So mm. he, like, zaps him and gets near. And then he grabs him and he's like, I don't believe in fairy tales. And basically stabs him. And I was like, his death's probably the most unceremonious of anyone's death. Yeah, it was death, quite unceremonious. Because he just stabs it? him. Yeah. Apparently, they had... A stunt glove 
that was meant to retract mm. when he stabbed him, but it didn't work. Oh, did so he actually stab him? They ended up using a proper glove with proper blades, mm. and he had a piece of wood under uh, his thing that he had to hit. Oh, so it's a bit worrying. Yeah, luckily he did hit it and not oh. killed poor Will. So that's pretty good. Wow. Don't get into acting, guys. It was like, the fear was real, because I was like, please hit it. Please <laughs> hit that piece of wood. But was Robert England like, I could have hit it or not. It was 50-50. Yeah, yeah probably. Not yeah. bothered. He's yeah. a professional. He was going to pull it out of mm. the bag. It was fine. So then, yeah, it's so unceremonious, his death, which is really sad. Christine's kind of going through the house and she finds Nancy and she's like, oh, thank God you're here. And then they hear this noise coming from the wall and they're like, what the hell is that? What is that noise? Is it him? No, it's Kincaid. He's decided not That's to use doors because yeah. he's strong. He's just going to walk through the wall. Oh, yeah. um, and I was just like, use a door, man. Mm. What are you doing? And then they're like, where's Joey? I don't know. And then Kincaid's like, I think we'd better find him. And he's like, oi, Kruger, what are you doing? What does Where he you say? He says something. He calls him a pussy. Oh, time to, what is it? Stop messing and start, no, stop guessing and start messing or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, he's like, it was starts, cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Stop guessing and start messing. And then uh, an ominous door appears, like, in the middle of the room, and they're all looking at it, and then Nancy's like, it's a door. (laughs) It's like, well done. (laughs) Yeah, it is a door. It is indeed a door. Then it cuts to Neil and Daddy Saxon in the junkyard, and he says it's in that Cadillac over there. It definitely looks like Christine, and I was like, they've just squashed Christine. It's terrible. Mm. But he, uh, he prizes it open and finds the bag of bones. So then, uh, in this meantime, Daddy Saxon tries to escape, and Neil's He's like, "Are you going somewhere?" Really, it's actually unfortunate because if John Saxon had escaped, he would be with us still. Yeah. Oh. Well, terrible. in the film. In the film. In the film. Yeah, it wouldn't be here. And he's like, "You're helping me. You're helping me do this." And he's like, "Oh, oh no." Then it cuts to the kids in the boiler room and you hear the screechy screechy and Freddy appears. They find Joey who's just sort of laying over this pit and she's like, let him go. And he's like, oh, okay then. Your wish is my command. (laughs) (laughs) Literal. And then uh, the tongues start loosening and she's like, oh shit. No, no. I didn't mean that. So she kind of hobbles down a pipe. Heavilous pipe. I'd have have tripped and fallen. Uh, Yeah. We'd all be dead. (laughs) And then uh, I think Kincaid kind of holds it straight yeah. for her to get down there. Kristen sort of flips and kicks Freddie in the face. She does well. With her mad gymnastic skills. And then Nancy's trying to get Joey out of this hole and sort of going further and further in it. Like, oh no. But then Kincaid basically like plucks her out. Yeah. And him like nothing. Out. Yeah. Then I think Nancy stabs Freddie with a pipe. Mm. And he's like, ah! But then he's like, ha 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 ha, it didn't really hurt. And then he pulls it out and licks the blood off it. Ugh. And then they're all like, oh, no. It's gone too far this time. <laughs> and then he's like, and she's like, he's never been this strong. And he's like, well, I'm full of souls. And then basically rips his jumper and he's just got little faces of all yeah. the souls he's killed. And he's like, there's room for more. But then he senses that there's a disturbance yeah. in the force. <laughs> And the bones are being moved and he's like, be right back. I've got to deal with this first. So then he kind of disappears. And then Nancy's like, it's done. It's like, no. Not yet. Not at all. Neil is digging the biggest hole in the world. If they hadn't spent so long digging this, 
like nine foot by nine fucking foot around with this whole grave. Oh, it's massive. It's, he's not even a full person. He's just a bag. You could literally you could have literally dig a tiny a, hole, a shallow like hole, tiny hole. Put a bit of water in it. Throw yeah. him in. Put a bit more. Well, maybe on. not even have dug a hole. Just put it on the ground. I put dirt on top. Yeah, but they didn't want him to be found, I think. Oh, right, yeah. And Maybe we'll dig a small hole. Dig a half It's half all right, he gets hole. resurrected by a pissing dog in the next mm. one, so it really doesn't matter, but anyway. Well, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> oh, Renny. But they just, I can't wait that, for that just one. annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he's, he's trying to bury this skeleton, but the skeleton comes to life and it's really weird and bad. It's very Jason and the Argonauts. And it, um, it throws John Saxon against... A car with a spike sticking out, so he dies. Poor John Saxon. Knocks Neil out with the shovel yeah. that has been used, and then <laughs> buries him a little bit. He may as well have just been like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then he does like a weird sort of Mortal Kombat, like yeah, yeah, with his stance, yeah. And then he and then he just drops, collapses. Would you not, as a skeleton, think? Well, I don't want to collapse right here. Mm-mm. I better go back in the boot of the Cadillac. But no. No, he just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> then it cuts to like a hall full of mirrors and they're all just kind of walking. And then uh, Freddie appears and he's like, oh, sorry, I was busy. Perhaps if there were more of me, this might help. And he's all in these mirrors and he starts like grabbing them and no. pulling them in the mirrors. And it reminded me of I went on a fun house once when I was little. Mm. And I'm sure there was like people in there like, Oh, grabbing me oh, and stuff. Weird. Yeah, it was horrible. It weird. really upset me. Yeah, and I cried, and my uh, my niece shouted at the man because he laughed at me. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm glad she shouted she at him. She did. She was like, "Don't you laugh at her?" It was great. Yeah. <laughs> so they they're all kind of getting dragged into these mirrors, apart from Joey, because he's sat between two mirrors and he's like, "Oh no, oh no, I don't know what to do." And then he realizes that his dream power is the power of speech, and then he's like, "Ah!" And then all the mirrors break. You did well. And they all fall out. And then he's like, did I do that? And they're like, yes, yes, you did. You found your dream power. It's the power of speech. And then they're like, I think it's over. We're free. Hooray. And then uh, Sparkly Saxon appears. (laughs) Sparkly Saxon. Sparkly Johnny appears. And he's like, I've crossed over. And she's like, oh, no, that's terrible. And he's like, I'm very sorry. This has been terrible. And they, and they kind of reconcile their differences mm. so he can cross over, which I thought was quite nice. Yeah. And they hug. But then she's like, ah! And then it you see the stripy arm. Stabbed her. And the glove in a gut. Oh. And it's Freddy. Oh. And then he's just like, but there's no quip here. He's just like, die. <laughs> That's it. Die. Just die. Neil wakes up after being hit by a shovel. And I assume he was quite annoyed. He's like, that fucking skeleton buried me slightly. That's very rude. rude. grit in my mouth. Almost as rude as stealing from a church, Neil. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right. So he wakes up and he's sort of coming too. Meanwhile, Nancy and everyone, they're trying to fight him off. Freddy and he's having none of it. But Nancy manages to stab him with his own glove. That happens to him a lot in this series. He gets stabbed by his own glove. Maybe he should stop stabbing people and it wouldn't happen to him. Maybe he should. What goes around Um, comes around. Neil buries the bones. Holy waters him. So then he starts, like, emitting light where the the 
holy water's hit, gets a cross on his head because he's like, I bury you, ashes to ashes, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he just sort of poofs out of existence. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, okay, it's done then. Right. Um, Kristen cries with Nancy in her arms as she's dying and she's like, I'm going to dream you into a beautiful dream. And then and it's very sad and she's like, oh, 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 oh. Then it cuts to the funeral of Nancy and everyone's there and they look sad. And Neil sees the nun again and she walks around a corner. So he's like, I'm going to follow that nun because I don't know what she's doing. Mm. But then she disappears. But then he sees a grave and he's like, you were his mother. It's like, Why didn't you just say, say I yeah. was that nun? And then it cuts to Neil asleep in his bed and he's got the Malaysian dream doll of mm. Nancy's and he's got the house. The I'd house. have fucking set fire to that house. I would have had a professional papier-mâché artist create a better one. The cross is somewhere that he's stolen as well. Yeah. I'm fairly certain it's but in there. But his driver's licence is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> yeah. He'll never drive again. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have to pay to get that renewed. Yeah. <laughs> no! It's a true horror. <laughs> But then a light comes on in the mm. in the house, and I feel like they used it as a stinger of of like Freddy isn't dead. Mm. But I think the original the original plan I think was this was going to be the last one, and it was meant to be Nancy sort of oh, watching over him. Oh, and I I was like that'd doing cool if they could have like used her as some kind of like spirit mm. of of the afterlife to like help them in the sequels. That'd have been quite cool. And then we get Dokken, and everyone likes Dokken. Bit of uh, Dream Warriors. The video oh. that was um, the rental video had the Dokken video oh, after did the it? film. Yeah, That's cool. and it's basically Dokken playing with clips from the film. Mm. But then it but then it ends up that they defeat Freddy <laughs> and and kill him. But then he wakes up from a nightmare and he's like, oh, "Who were those guys?" <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> I loved it. And that's it. Boom. I loved it. I think it's a really good one. It was quite good. It's I don't very really fun. like um, the hypocrisy of Freddy Krueger, but it is an entertaining <laughs> I film. I don't like the hypocrisy of Freddy Krueger. It's very <laughs> oh, annoying. It annoys me. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, I like it. I'd give it a five out of five because it is great. It was good. It I was think it's nice. one of the best ones. It was quite nostalgically... 80s as yeah. well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Good, yeah, yeah gore probably a three for the veins because they're quite gross. It was a bit gory, wasn't it? Mm. And humour probably a three because there's the odd sort of funny mm. bit. Yeah, it, the fourth one's where they really take a turn into fully bonkers. Yeah. They're just <laughs> crazy. But yeah, strong recommend. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, next week mm. we're going back to Dario Argento Ooh. next week. Yes. Yeah. We're going to do Phenomena. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's got Jennifer Connelly in it. Right. As a as a young girl. Who's that? She was the girl that was in Labyrinth. Oh, I've and seen Requiem for Labyrinth. A Dream. Yeah. Labyrinth disturbed got, me as a child. It's got Donald Pleasance in it, <gasps> and he's got Just, a pet monkey. Yeah, excellent. She has the power to communicate with bugs. The monkey does? No, um, Jennifer Connolly. She has a female power. pet monkey. Yeah, she <laughs> she communicates with bugs and there's a mysterious gloved killer on the loose. Oh, that sounds really good. Oh my God, it's so that good. That sounds it is absolutely right perfect. It's right up your street. Perfect. So for next week, watch Phenomena. 
And in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod, and we're also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And we are on Buy Me a Coffee. If anyone wants to request a film or get access to our Twin Peaks content, yep. we're on there at WNS Horrorpod as well. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Stay safe, everybody. Bye.